Welcome to the Inside Scoop, everything you need to know for your student to succeed in the Cobb County School District. I'm David Owen. This episode is what you need to know to be ready for conference week. Today, we're joined by the principal of Timber Ridge Elementary School, Mr. Jeffrey Castle. Mr. Castle, thanks for coming to the Inside Scoop. Thank you so much, David, for having me. Now, for our listeners who might not be familiar with Timber Ridge, whereabouts is that in the county? Uh, Timber Ridge is in East Cobb. Mm -hmm. uh, I would say two, three miles from the Fulton County line, just very, oh, wow. very close to the Chattahoochee River. Okay. On the, uh, is it on the north side, pretty much? Uh, northeast? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. All right. So you're relatively new to the area, but you're not necessarily new to education. Mm -hmm. how, how long have you been at Timber Ridge? This is the start of my third year. Oh, okay. All right. But your educational background is much more in-depth than just two or three years. That's right. Um, I came to Cobb um, two years ago mm -hmm. and with a 29 years experience, oh, wow. okay. I was a classroom teacher for 10 years. I was a building administrator for 10 years. Mm -hmm. And then I was at the district office for nine years Okay, uh, from um, director of curriculum, elementary director, and then uh, chief academic officer for Jasmine County Schools. Which is in... Uh, that's in Kentucky, yes. Kentucky, uh -huh. okay. All right, well, that's a northern state, but uh -huh. we'll let that pass. I, I, okay. Agreed, understood. <laughs> Still SEC, however. Okay, well, there you go. According to the last official enrollment count, Cobb has more than 50,000 students in the early grades, mm -hmm. uh, that is uh, kindergarten through fifth grade, and another 25,000 in the middle schools. That's 75,000 students. So we're talking about conference week. Our teachers have to get ready for this, right? They have to be prepared to answer questions and communicate with parents about their students in particular. So getting the most out of the conference week is important to the listeners who have students here. What are the challenges that teachers face as they prepare to meet with all of those students' parents? I think the greatest challenge is uh, time management. Mm. Uh, it takes some time for teachers to develop an, uh, an instructional or an academic profile for each of the students for which they are going to be conferencing. We love the fact, and I've never seen it anywhere else, that Cobb uh, supports conferences with a conference week in which teachers are given uh, early release time to actually uh, conduct the conferences. Uh, in all of the other five districts I've been in, any parent-teacher conferences were always done on teacher time. Wow. So I think that the greatest challenge is basically just just time is just managing the time, mm -hmm. even with um, the early release time mm -hmm. and looking at 15, 20 minutes per conference. There's no yeah. way that a teacher with 25 students or 30 students can get all of those students done in a week. So they start yeah. a little early mm -hmm. and they work a little bit late uh, well, in that, terms of conference week. So the district does support it, but it's uh, they still have a lot of homework to do. They do. They do. Okay. So uh, when is conference week typically held? Yeah, typ uh, typically it's held right around the end of the first uh, quarter, first mm -hmm. nine weeks period. Uh, that gives the teachers the chance to actually use the report card and student progress on the report card as the uh, guiding document for the conversations with parents. Conference week typically is uh, not too long after the start of mm -hmm. school, or at least it mm -hmm. feels like it goes by mm -hmm. like lightning. Mm -hmm. Um the parent-teacher conference is, is different, though, from an open house or a meet-your-teacher type of event. Although you see your teacher, how does it differ from those? Um, for our meet-and-greet, um, 
that's the very first event that's mm-hmm. usually held during pre-planning. It's an opportunity for the students to kind of jump that anxiety hurdle, mm-hmm. uh, getting in, seeing their desk, dropping off their supplies, um, just chatting with their teacher, um, just exploring the classroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually lasts about an hour and then they move on. Open house uh, for us is a parents only event. Oh. Um, the uh, parents come in. Uh, we do a little bit of overview with our PTA and our foundation, and uh, then they're dismissed to the classrooms. The teams of teachers pull a presentation together, mm-hmm. which highlights the specifics about their instructional program in the classroom, including uh, behavior expectations, attendance expectations, expectations for homework, mm. routines, procedures, everything that goes into a day. At that point, however, it's still very general. Mm-hmm. in terms of the information that's provided to parents. The parent-teacher conference week and the conferences with parents is individualized. So the parents sit down across the table from the teacher and they hear specific information about their child's performance. Okay, and this is just the parent, no kids necessarily? No kids necessarily. I know that some schools do a student-led conferencing mm-hmm. that may occur later in the year. Yeah. Uh, for us, it would not occur at the first. Why would they do that? Um, it's it's empowering for the students. It it, mm. it demonstrates that students um, take ownership of their learning, and it, it's also part of our speaking curriculum. You know, learning how to communicate to parents about what they're learning, what they do well, uh, what are their areas for growth or areas of opportunity to get better, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's a wonderful experience for some of our students. Okay, so. You, you've already touched on, on the purpose of the conference, but what about that uh, communication between the parent and the teacher mm-hmm. is so important about helping the child succeed in mm-hmm. the classroom? I think one of the greatest challenges, and, and I talk to our teachers on a regular basis, um, is just being direct being um, forthright with the information. No parent wants to come to a conference to hear that their child isn't performing where they should be or maybe even where they thought they were. Mm. Uh, but this is the this is the place where that information gets communicated. Along with that information, plans on what we're going to do as a school, what mm-hmm. they're going to do as a teacher, and what the parents can do at home to help facilitate moving them forward academically. Okay, so it's uh, it helps the teacher and the parent team up, if you will, This is to, uh, to work toward that, that student success in the classroom. That's exactly right. This is the place where we build that community of learning. So what would be the best and, and most impactful way for parents to share concerns about their child with their, their child's teacher? I think I would advise parents to do exactly the way what I advise my teachers to do. Be very forthright. Mm-hmm. Um, brainstorm questions, anything that they want to specifically know about their student, okay. um, and write them down. The parent-teacher conference is an equal exchange. Uh The teacher doesn't do all the talking, and the teachers don't want to do all the talking. They prefer um, to have questions. They Mm -hmm. they prefer to be able to clarify issues of homework, um, clarify um, the amount of time it might take to complete things, project expectations, just a variety of issues. So I would definitely recommend to parents that they come prepared themselves uh, with questions that they want the teacher to, to answer so that they know exactly what it is that's expected. So questions like, uh, uh, how much homework should be assigned and that sort of thing? 
questions um, exactly like that. Uh, questions like, is, um, and I, I just heard this example last week, is this really homework? And it's to supplement what they're, they've already, they're learning in the classroom? Mm-hmm. Or is this work that my child didn't complete in the, during the school day because they were too busy doing other things like socializing with their friends? Ah, uh, well, it is always good to, uh, uh, bypass the middleman, as they say, and go straight to the source. Go straight to the source. <laughs> I encourage parents to do that all the time, whether it be during conference week or whether it be just via email. Lots of communication. Now, one of the things that you, you mentioned in there was uh, the parents should write down their questions. Is it a mm-hmm. good idea to uh, leave a copy of those with the teacher after after the conference? Would that be a welcome approach? I think that's that's a great idea uh, because what one parent may think of, the next parent may not think of, and the teacher may not have thought of it either. It can actually use that as a resource or as a reference to bring that into the conversations um, after that particular parent conference is complete. Okay. Well, are, are there any other uh, insights that you have to offer? You've, you've got uh, some 29 plus years of experience in, in education. Uh, thinking back about your experience in, in the classroom and, and parent-teacher conferences, uh, any anecdotes? Um, not, not any anecdotes. You know, of course, um, I, uh, that was approximately 100 years ago when I did my own classroom <laughs> teaching uh, parent-teacher conferences. But I, as a teacher, enjoyed the opportunity to engage in conversations Mm. about the students. Um, I always felt very comfortable with my parents because again, during the school year, I as a teacher spent more time with them than the parents actually did over the the course of a week. I needed insight into certain behaviors or certain attitudes from the parents who saw them in unstructured settings Mm. that gave me um, some particular information. Um, But I was always very, very clear with the parents about these are the things they need to work on and here's how you can help. Parents don't come equipped with that. Parents are busy. Mm -hmm. Parents work. And they don't come equipped with what um, they, they can do to actually help their, their student. So I definitely um, advise my teachers that if they're talking about a reading level or maybe a skill that they're not uh, mastered or have not mastered at that point, to actually provide them some take-home work for them to be able to do with their child at home. Um, the one thing I continue also, a lot of parents didn't have good school experiences. Mm. So some parents coming into school, the anxiety heightens just as if they were 20 years still the student. Um, And I think it's very important that the invitations are warm. They, you know, throw an emoji in there, you know, to make it, (laughs) you know, make it appealing, make it make sure that they understand that they're not going to be on trial and not going to be as um, the reason why a student isn't necessarily progressing, that it's going to be an open, honest dialogue about the student. And sometimes I, I would guess the parent could offer insights that maybe the teacher couldn't call from the student. Uh, himself or herself, uh, there may be some emotional thing mm-hmm. going on that has nothing to do with academics, but it stands in the way of the student learning, right? Absolutely. It's one of the questions in the conversations uh-huh. that teachers can discuss with the parents, the parents provide the insight, and the teachers sit back and say, yes, that explains a lot. Uh, 
Uh, there, there must be a lot of light bulb moments that go on during these meetings. A lot of light bulb moments. I, I um, because of the um, hesitation of parents to come back into the school building, mm-hmm. um, you know, some parents view it as an unwelcome place. I encourage them to make sure that it's a very welcome place. You know, chocolate doesn't hurt anything. I think we all want a little, you know, have a bowl, you yes. know, a bowl of chocolate, you know, some water, lower the lighting in the room, use your lamp light, you know, just a, some soft music. Just make it a welcome environment so that they, uh, the teachers and the parents can engage in a meaningful conversation. I think uh, based on some of that description, you might be uh, tempted to order an entree along the way. Right. That gets into a budget issue, so we can't, can't right. go there. We've been listening to the principal of Timber Ridge Elementary, Mr. Jeffrey Castle. Mr. Castle, thank you so much. We appreciate hearing from you. You can learn more about the Cobb County School District and when conference weeks are held by visiting the district website at www.cobbk12.org. Simply click on Parents in the top menu, then Calendars. There, you can either click on the school calendar to see it indicated there, or scroll down the page through the current school calendar of events until you see it there. Also, listeners, be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or Stitcher, and make sure your friends know about it as well. Thanks for listening to this edition of The Inside Scoop, a podcast produced by the Cobb County School District.